Yes, good morning. Hello. Today's an exciting day. I'm going out to a founder uh, co-working event, going out to WeWork. Going to um, be out here in the Silicon Valley area. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. No doubt, no doubt. Um, I got some cool calls lined up. And uh, yesterday was a blast. I got to go out with a friend who got to talk business with him and his brothers, or his brother, and uh, it was it was awesome. Put a little cornhole, and it was well needed because not everybody in my life uh, talks business, and we got to talk business, and it was a fun, fun time. <sighs> it was. Um, what else happened? Yeah. Got a new car. He did. Um, I didn't. My car's still the Um... Yeah, and I'm making, uh, you know, I'm making good progress in life. And, you know, the question I have for you is, you know, are the conversations in life, part of the reason I feel like, um, and, and part of the, the, the thing is, there are certain people that speak into your life with great wisdom and advice, and not everybody does that. Not everybody does that. And the people that do speak into life are um are what's the word I'm looking for helpful um in ways that I can't easily describe like for example if people are speaking into your life and they're knowledgeable and have a lot you know to to share on a perspective you, 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 they, they just know you and they know kind of what it is you're trying to move toward or away from. And sometimes we take a while to respond to that. Sometimes we, we, or at least for me, I don't know, maybe it's different for you, but like even there's like studies, like let's just take an advertisement, for example. I'm not saying responding to advertising is the answer, but it takes people seven times before they take action or they have to hear something quite a few times before they do something about it. And for me, I realized, like, I could have saved years of my life. There's multiple people that have spoken into my life. It could have saved me years of time had I listened. Had I listened. And I didn't listen. And life took, I mean, a lot of years went by because I, I just got delusional and narrow-minded. So when you have wise counsel... Speaking into your life, and it's a mutual benef- mutually beneficial thing. You'll find that it's easier to focus on and to make the decisions. They become—I don't know how to explain it. Um, not that there's no ceiling in your life. Well, no, that there kind of is. It's just that. Mm, no, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, just when people do stuff like that and they speak into your life and over your life, not every opinion you're going to want to follow because if you follow everybody's opinion then they'll all cancel each other out and there's like you end up kind of nowhere so but if you have certain people that you trust in certain areas of your life and they're speaking to something it's kind of resonating in your gut like in your heart and you just kind of you know that they're right but you're just not quite doing that making that step i would say just make the step sooner because if you make the step sooner life will get a lot better a lot quicker and, um, gosh, it's just so important to, to do that because life is short, you know, or, I mean, rel- relatively, I mean, depending on, well, 
I don't know. That's a saying I hear a lot. It's not really that short. I mean, it's got we got a good amount of time here, but depending on how you look at it. But at the end of the day, like your time is valuable and it's a finite resource and being thoughtful and, and uh, just strategic and, and, you know, excited about what it is that you're moving toward and, and really, really doing that. Um, yeah, it's huge. I like, I can't even, it's, it's hard to put into words how many years you can save. Let me give you two great examples. I'm going to give two great examples right now. When I was first getting into my first software uh, business idea, I was encouraged to go and take a couple coding classes to learn how to build the app myself. And uh, it's not you know, overly hard. You just get around the right people and you just kind of keep learning and pick it up. I said, no, I don't want to be the engineer. I'm going to hire someone to do that. Well, guess what? That was a total nightmare. I didn't know anything about coding. I just wanted an app. Let me tell you something. If you're in the tech space, doing a tech startup, if you and your co-founder don't know about software, if one of you is really good and the other's not, that sometimes works. If one of you is like a super expert and the other one's not. But if you are solo or if you're with someone who's, I don't know how else to say it. The technical co-founder in a tech software startup is, I mean, you're talking about the right software strategy. Can, you could churn literally years into weeks. I'm not, I mean, I'm really not playing here. Years into weeks is the cost meaning you can turn a week of work into a year of work or two by just not having the right foundation, the right background in software, the right understanding of what a, mo- what a minimum viable product is, the right understanding of when to do certain aspects of testing before you move on to the next form of research and prototyping. I mean, it, it matters. It all matters. And it's not just what you do. It's not just like a to-do checklist. But it's the order of which you choose to prioritize features. How soon you can ship your deliverables in the right time frame. It all matters. And great people are very important. And this just says, I'm just saying, if I had known what I was asking people to code and how long it would take, and then getting lied to about how long it was going to take, Mostly, not so much of malintent as much as just delusional optimism, which everyone carries. It, I just can't even explain to you. I mean, it's, I, I, I lost a, probably five years of... Yeah, I've lost years of work making poor decisions, being in an industry I didn't know how to code in, being in software not knowing to code. I think the same is true in other industries. If you don't know important core competencies to your business shouldn't be in business that's my opinion you should be in something you do you do know that stuff or you better learn that stuff before or be willing to learn it along the way but don't ignore it it will come back to bite you
Second one is not getting rid of people soon enough. I was working with people and I got emotionally attached. I got emotionally attached in my heart to people that didn't deliver. And I kept buying the lies that promised, promised more. And in life, you, you want to learn to let go quickly because, I mean, you just, you, you have to, to survive. And things will fall apart when people don't, uh, I'm not saying like, like be like, I'm not saying don't be like a nice, like whatever, loving, kind, whatever person. But I'm more so saying like, if there's someone who isn't carrying their weight in the company and they're just flat out not, just not performing and you've asked them about it and it's just not, things aren't changing. You need to get rid of them as fast as possible. And not, not so much like to be a jerk or anything, but just to help them and help them too, like to, to find whatever that is that they're looking for that would maybe make them more drawn and want to be more involved and excited, a process that better aligns with their values in life. So that way they can thrive there and just kind of 